This is Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 318 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, or the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. I'm a get, get, get you drunk with the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcasts, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a little bit of news to discuss, and then we've got a review of the newest movie, exclusively on the Disney Plus streaming service, Mulan. But before we get into that, how's everyone doing? Marcellus Reagans, how the hell are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Even though this week is Dragon Con week, normally I would be down south getting drunk, partying. And I've realized that getting drunk in Massachusetts during Dragon Con week is not the same as getting drunk in Atlanta during Dragon Con week. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to next year where hopefully the pandemic will be over and we can all get together and celebrate. Um, they are doing Dragon Con. At least they were doing Dragon Con virtual. So I was still able to see all my panels and everything, but it's not the same. Just not the same. So you you, you had somebody flick the lights on and off, played some loud music, stood in your underwear and drank? <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. It's better to be surrounded <laughs> by uh, 75,000 other people doing it. Wait, you do that surrounded by 75,000 other people? I do that by myself. <laughs> All the time. Well, that's sad. I'm sorry that Dragon Con <laughs> Week uh, hasn't worked out for you. And I'm sorry, Aubrey, you drink alone in your underwear, listening to pulse-pounding techno music while flashing the lights on and off. But um, how the hell are you, Aubrey? Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there's a pause, you know, yeah. it's not going to be good. I think I had said last week that I was uh, doing virtual learning. And uh, I was in one day by the time we had recorded it last week. And now I'm in six days and uh, the more that Noah's home the more <laughs> I realize how unfortunately he is uh, like my little clone and I want to pull my hair out <laughs> <laughs> like good lord why am I such a pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the more things that come out of his mouth the more I am just stunned that this is a six-year-old child. He's almost seven, but, you know, I was trying to tell him one day, I was like, well, let me help you with your schoolwork. And he's like, well, you chose to be an artist. You can't help me. Oh, <laughs> put you Damn in your place. <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he also will pull things like, uh, I was trying to tell him to look at me. And he closed his eyes and told me he was using protocol watching TV in his head. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been an adventure. No, but... I'm tired. 
<laughs> and how are you doing, Joey? Oh man, um, I'm good. Uh, I'm pretty well rested. You know, last week after we recorded, I, I went away with my family for about three days, and we, my wife had rented a lake house out uh, in central Massachusetts. So we had a big giant house on a lake, and the first day we were there, it was awesome because it, it it was beautiful outside. We we spent some time in the lake. We spent some time just sitting outside the lake. We uh, we had a fire pit. We made s'mores. We hung out. The second day, it rained all day, <laughs> so we were stuck inside. But that gave me time to like catch up on some stuff I had to do and um, just kind of lay around and relax. So yeah, it was just relaxing a couple days, and then um, this past weekend which was like really exciting. Uh, my daughter and I actually went to the movies for the first time since March. Did you cry openly <laughs> that you're back I, in the theaters? I, you know what? We, we were a little emotional. We were very excited. <laughs> we went to see tenant, which we'll be reviewing next week on the podcast. And, uh, we were a little wary. We didn't know how this was going to go, but, uh, they all the cinemas near us are Cinemark, so that's what we went to. And they have every other row blocked off, so there's no one sitting in front of you or behind you. And then once you pick your seats on the seating thing, it automatically blocks out three seats next to you in each direction. So nobody's sitting near you, which is great. I, I love it. And then there was, like, no one there. It was just us and I think, like, three other people in the theater. But as soon as, like, Nuvi popped up, we were like, Maria, we missed you. <laughs> All the same, the M&M's commercial, you know, the Cinemark Coke commercial, all those things. We were just like, like wiping tears away from our eyes. We were so happy to have gone back to the movie theater. So it was a pleasant experience. I was not uh, afraid in any way, shape or form. And the best part was that the concessions are all on sale. So it's a welcome back sale. Oh, nice. So we got popcorn and sodas and using J Money's uh, QR code for the extra discount. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a screenshot of his uh, movie club QR code so I can use it to buy concessions. And that gets him points because like, we go to the movies all the time. So it gets him points and I get a discount. So um, it was like 11 bucks for the two of us to get two large popcorns and two large sodas, which is usually like a 20 some dollar proposition. So I don't know what you're lying for. You don't spend time with your family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It was great. I had a good time going to the movies. We were happy. Uh, we went to the Enfield Mall in Enfield, Connecticut, which is a dirt mall and a half. And it's even worse than it was the last time I went there. <laughs> There's nothing there at all. Like every store is closed. So it was basically a hallway with a movie theater and a Target in it. <laughs> like the Berkshire Mall? Worse. And the Berkshire Mall's closed. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely didn't feel uh, in any way, shape, or form like we were uh, in a crowd of people. But, yeah, it was great. I'm so glad to be going back to the movies again. So I don't know when the next movie we'll go see is. Uh, I just got got to look at the schedule. But, yeah, it was great. So that was it. I went to the movies, and it was exciting. Cool. Did you go to the theater to see Tenant yet? Uh, yeah, I did. I actually went to the same theater you did. Oh, all right. So yep. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I, no, you said there was trailers before your movie, right? Right. Yeah. There was no trailers before mine. And I, and I, I know this because I got there right when the movie was supposed to start. Uh, I'm sorry, a little bit after that. Um, you know, usually they have like, like you said, the Maria, Maria Menounos 
video and all of that stuff. So I'm like, I got a couple of minutes before anything happens. And when I got into the theater, it, it was I already missed like the beginning of the movie. Nah. Partly because there was like some old senior citizen who like you could tell he like doesn't get out much and he's just talking to everybody. <laughs> then I'm like, hurry up, old man. I'm trying to get in the theater. <laughs> yeah, we saw um, I'm trying to remember what trailers we saw but oh Candyman and black widow it was a new black widow trailer but it wasn't new they just had changed the dates yes in it um and something we'll be talking about in a few seconds but enough about us let's talk about us mark ellis tell the listeners where they can find more so was your podcast Alright, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you will actually find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you can uh, find our links to our social media there too. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so definitely click on the links and hit us up on social media. Uh, we have a great way to support the show through our Amazon shopping link that we keep right on the website. Click on a big A, do your Amazon shopping, and that way you receive your products and you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, we also have our merchandise store. Or we have a T Public button also on the website, so click on the T Public button. Get yourself some Soul Wizard t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, coffee cups, all types of certain things. Uh, you can also find us on the Apple... Sorry, you can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, YouTube. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here on the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Think about it. It's my favorite Christian quote. I just, I love it. Oh my god, it makes no fucking sense. Even if you do think about it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, Marcellus, we've got a tiny bit of news, and we're going to talk about it. So let's do it. Yo, pump it up! It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, as you mentioned before, uh, Joey, there was a trailer that uh, came out this week, and it's a, a new look of Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve? However you say his name, the director of The Arrival. Oui, oui, Denis. The director of Arrival and uh, Blade Runner 2049. He is doing Dune. He's remaking, or he's doing an adaptation of the famous novel that was also uh, a movie back in the day. So, uh, yeah, so we got to look at uh, the actors that's going to be in it in character. uh, And not so much of the visuals, but it looks like an introduction of who's going to be in it. And I got to say, it looks pretty cool. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is starring and a bunch of other people, including uh, Woman Crush of the Year for me for uh, 2019, Rebecca Ferguson. And... um, and uh, Zendaya. So, uh, yeah, I'm psyched to see that. So, uh, yeah, what would you guys think of the trailer? Let's start with Aubrey. 
Um, I haven't watched the old movie, and uh, I haven't read the book, so I don't really know what I'm looking at. It looks okay. I'll probably buy the book um, to just read it before the movie comes out, and then maybe I'll be more excited. But I don't know. I don't really know how I feel, because I don't really know much. It was just a very tiny snippet um, of the movie, so I don't really know what the premise is or anything like that. So. Oh. But that's all right. You're the perfect audience for this this type of teaser. Did the teaser look enticing to you at all? Like you're like, oh, maybe I will go check that out. Jason, not Momoa really. No. <laughs> <laughs> just looks like I was looking at a bunch of dirt floating around, and and I didn't even know what those people were doing. So. Oh, excellent. All right, Joey. What about you, dude? What'd you think of the, the teaser? Um, I have a confession to make. I hate Dune. <laughs> I don't hate it, actually. That's that's a strong word. I, I, I tried to read the books um, when I was a lot younger. I would say probably it was like 11, 12, maybe maybe 10 even when I was in that whole mode. Because people that are younger than me and Mark Ellis don't really understand. Like you couldn't like go on the Internet <laughs> at the time and, and things like that. So there was a lot more reading um, and I would buy a lot of sci fi books and stuff. And sometimes it was just walking down the section at God, I'm aging myself, Walden Books or B. Dalton Bookseller at the mall and seeing what kind of covers jumped out and grabbed my eye. Sometimes there were certain authors I always followed. And then there were other times when it was like, this is a classic of science fiction. You should read it because that's what you read. So I remember getting Dune, the first book, and trying to read it. And I, I oh my God, I just, I couldn't do it. It was so like. <laughs> and it was such a slog. I think I probably made it like a hundred pages into it. And I was just like, I can't do this. And I threw it across the room. <laughs> and I remember the movie with uh, Sting and Kyle MacLachlan was, was like terrible and had really shitty action figures. So um, <laughs> Dune is not high up on my list of exciting franchises. And there were some shitty, uh, I think, sci-fi channel miniseries too. My I don't remember. Like, it's probably like early 2000s, I think. But yeah, so my excitement level of Dune is not very high. Um, this is like a teaser of the trailer that's coming out later this week. So we'll be talking about the full trailer next week on the podcast. But this is the teaser of the trailer. Um, and it just looks like I, I got to tell you, this looks like it's going to be a fucking box office bomb. What? Like there's no there's no oomph, there's no hook to this for like like Aubrey, for example, doesn't know what Dune is like other than if. Aubrey, if you didn't have to go see this for the podcast and this was the only thing you saw about this movie, would you want to go see this movie? No. Well, there you go. It's a bunch of fucking people in drab gray armor standing around glowering and sand blowing around. Like The only good thing about this teaser, to me at least, was when he's like, what's in the box? And then me and Janine both turn to each other and we're like, what's in the box? (laughs) 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 But... There just was nothing there for me, man. Like right now, this looks like it's probably going to be interesting and probably really well shot and made and probably be a box office bomb or not a bomb, but like it's not going to make the money they think it's going to make. Like there's people out there predicting this is going to be like a Star Wars level event, blah, blah, blah. I just don't get I don't see it from any of the pictures that have come out and from any of the footage that they've shown so far. I don't see it. Um, obviously, we're going to see it for the podcast. Obviously, I have to see it regardless because my daughter um, wants to marry both Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it's this is like Blade Runner 2049 all over again without Anna Diarmas. So I'm even less excited. Aww. I like that movie. 
I, w- I wouldn't watch it again, but I, I like that movie. <laughs> I liked it enough that I won't watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think this teaser was just to let people, of uh, fans of the book and maybe fans of the movie, know that there is a new Dune movie coming out. It kind of reminded me of that um, that first Lord of the Rings trailer where it was just them walking. And it didn't say anything about the movie, but it just you just saw like, oh, look, there's there's hobbits and there's elves and there's Gandalf and they're walking. You know what I mean? So it's it's more of an announcement. Well, to be fair, that's that's pretty much Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, but I think this is just an announcement to let fans know that it is coming. So yeah, like you said, we'll see it for the show. All right, all right. So then uh, next in the news, it looks like Amazon is going to be the place to go for the Sony Spider Verse. Uh, I know we had talked about it before. Uh, they are developing some TV shows. Uh, for the the Spider Verse, using some of the characters that Sony does have the rights to, uh, Lord and Miller, who were executive producing the um, uh, the whole shebang, who you might remember from the guys that started directing Solo uh, and then wound up doing uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, the animated movie, uh, they are still attached as executive producers, and it looks like Amazon is going to be the place to go to get all of those TV shows, starting with Silk a new spider character uh, who is a female um, that I'm not too familiar with. So I actually really wanted to know, uh, Joey, what should we know about Silk and should we be excited for a Silk TV show? Um, no, <laughs> you shouldn't be. Um, I, it's, it's another in a line of Sony things where you're like, how does this work in any way, shape or form without Spider-Man? So who knows? Uh, Silk is a uh, Asian female who has the same powers as Spider-Man, more or less, except she was locked away in a vault for like 15, 16. Uh, she's, I think she's like the same age as, as Peter, technically. So like basically they, they locked her in a vault. Um, oh God, it's hard to really explain all this without like going in a 45 minute time um, tangent. Uh, basically, her existence would attract a monster bad guy who eats spider people into the dimension because there'd be more than one spider person and blah, 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 blah. So they locked her in a vault and then Peter gets her out of the vault. So now she's a superhero. Also um, very similar powers, but you know, she's just a girl and she's uh Korean. So okay. we'll see. Uh, I mean, there there's, there's stuff to work with there. Her solo book was actually pretty good, but I mean, it's hit or miss depends on who's writing her. I, I don't, I don't know. There, I'm not doing backflips for a Silk TV show uh, set in the Spider-Man cinematic universe that sometimes doesn't feature Spider-Man. And it is what it is. We'll watch it for the podcast, obviously. Um, but it's not high on my list. You know, it, It's another Sony thing. Like I said, it's another Sony thing like Venom or something that really needs Spider-Man to work. And they're going to do it without Spider-Man. And you just don't know how the hell that's going to happen. So. All right. Well, I'll be honest with you. You just sold the shit out of it to me. I'm ready to watch it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Aubrey, what about you? Are you familiar with Silk? And uh, is this something you might be excited for? I haven't uh, read the books, but I think if they make it kind of um, gritty and dark, it might be really interesting Mm -hmm. for me. But I think if they make it like happy-go-lucky and stray from that... Uh, synopsis that Joey just gave I think it would be kind of uh, uninteresting so uh, we'll see I mean Amazon's done really good with the boys so boys Mm. I have high hopes that maybe they'll kind of go that way with it too 
it's nothing that I've been like laying awake at night wishing would happen, but uh, we'll see. All right, all right. If I, they do make it, I want it to be like gruesome. So. <laughs> well, I do have faith in Lord and Miller. Uh, I think they're talented, and I think uh, they can actually bring something cool to it. Um, on a completely unrelated note, I started watching the Spider Woman cartoon show. <laughs> uh, it's bad. It's like yikes. So yeah, um, yeah Spider Verse without Spider Man. Actually, Spider Man was in this episode, but it was like I don't I don't know. My brain was just like confused. So yeah, now I, I'm interested to see how they pull this off. That's that's my main interest. That was from 1979, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> well, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, shit. Olivia Wilde's supposedly directing a Spider-Woman movie, so. Yeah, that's not confirmed. She's directing a movie in the Spider-Verse. It would make sense for her to do a Spider-Woman movie, but man, they're going to have to do some serious backflips to make that work in any way, at least based on a cartoon. Because like, she, she has like powers of a spider, but she can fly. And, <laughs> and use like electric zap powers, which I guess is kind of like Miles Morales. But and she like spins and turns. She spins her body and makes a web, and then comes out of the web as Spider Woman when she changes costume. The whole thing was just like weird. But uh, it's on Disney Plus if you're curious. Uh, I will just say in terms of that cartoon versus the character in the comics, it would be like you not knowing who the Fantastic Four is watching the thing cartoon where that guy turns into the thing by banging his rings together and being like thing ring, do your thing. <laughs> and then being like, well, fantastic four sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I forgot that cartoon existed. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. Nothing else major happened. Um, I did want to, to say real quick, uh, just a quick note that uh, we all enjoy DC fandom. Uh, and they are doing another DC fandom on September 12th. Uh, this one is going to be 24 hours, but it's not going to be live where you have to sit in front of your computer all day and watch it. Um, I think all of the panels are going to be available for you to check out anytime, but they're only going to be available for 24 hours. So uh, September 12th, DC fandom part two. Are you guys going to check any of that out? Really hope that they don't ruin the excitement that I had for the first round. It's uh, it's going to be all comics and TV focused, so hopefully something cool comes out. But I'm so burned out on CW Arrowverse at this point that, like, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to get excited for something. And they just fired like 99.9% of the staff at DC Comics. So <laughs> it's going to be a quick panel. <laughs> it's like, here we have uh, Batman. Uh, and that's it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for showing up. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great night. <laughs> So we'll see if there's anything cool that comes out of it. Of course, we'll talk about it on the show. So, all right, cool. All right, so yeah, so that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right, all right, guys. Well, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will hit up our movie review of Mulan. This is Tom Scared for the Borgen Project. Each year, nearly two million children die from preventable diseases. Each day, thirty thousand people die from hunger. 500 each hour are children. The Borgen Project is turning this around. We need your help. To learn more, go to borgenproject.org. That's B-O-R-G-E-N project.org. And we are back. All right, guys, we all had a chance to check out Mulan, currently streaming on Disney Plus 
for $30 if you want to check it out. And we're going to do our usual review of it. First non-spoiler, Markels will then play the drop and we'll spoil the movie. But to get started, what did you think of Mulan, Aubrey? Um, I was uh, disappointed. I didn't have high hopes for this movie, and uh, so it actually lived up to that. But I was disappointed it wasn't better. Mm. All right. Uh, Markellis, how about you? Yeah, I had some trepidations about it, especially with some of the early reviews that were coming out. But I love this movie, like capital oh, L, God. love. More than Bloodshot? Yeah, more than Bloodshot. Oh, more than three stars coming soon. <laughs> you damn right. You damn right. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I thought this movie was frustrating to watch, and I didn't exactly like it that much. Hmm. <laughs> this will be an interesting <laughs> review. Uh, before we jump into spoilers, Aubrey, had you ever seen the cartoon version from back in the day? Yes. Are you a I, big fan of that? I am. Um, I loved the first, the animated one from the 90s. Uh, Noah loves it. We watch it quite a bit, actually. Um, it's got to be one of his favorite Disney, one, one of them, one of his favorite Disney movies. Marcellus, I'm sure you've seen Mulan. Yeah, yeah. I used to have the uh, clamshell VHS cassette of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a big fan? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan. I mean, there's like, you know, the Mount Rushmore of Disney animated movies. I don't think Milan quite makes it up there. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Hmm. All right. Well, I got I have another confession. To make, guys. <laughs> You've never seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> you probably would have been a lot more frustrated with this version if you had seen the anime. I, uh, I, we had it on DVD um, when Janine was younger. And I know she's watched it a whole bunch of times because we had it on DVD for a reason. Um, and I, I just never watched. I never sat down and watched it ever. I just not. I don't. I'm not a big Disney guy. And nope. <laughs> Wasn't in my wheelhouse. So I just I've never seen it. So it's going to be interesting where we're going to come at this from. But the only way to talk about this with spoilers. So Marcellus, drop the drop and let's spoil Mulan. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, uh, Marcellus, you loved this movie, so we'll start with you. What are the things that you liked about this movie? Oh, man, if I went through what I liked about it, this would be like a four-hour episode. Uh, I will say that like the whole thing just worked for me. I liked the character. I liked the setup. Like 20 minutes into it, even though it's pretty much the same as the trailer, 20 minutes into it, I'm like, this is, like a, this is a fantastic setup. I'm ready to go on this adventure. Uh, it plays out very much like a regular hero's journey movie. Uh, they borrow a lot from star Wars and a lot from uh, just comic book movies in general, mainly Superman uh, to try to kind of mold all of this information into one movie. Uh, and I think they pulled it off. They took out the songs. They keep it very linear. I like Mulan's journey. I like the, the kind of uh, twist about the, the evil queen. Uh, I like all of the kind of Star Wars scenes, especially um, the third act scene where she has her Neo in the Matrix moment where she realizes that she's the one and she goes out to kick the bad guy's ass. Uh, and I love all of the nods to the animated uh, movie that they, they kind of snuck in there. So, yeah, all in all, there's only like, well, there's only a couple of things that I didn't like. But all in all, I thought the movie 
it had a, a goal to do, it had a job to do, and I think it did it. So, um, yeah, I liked almost everything about it. Okay. Uh, Aubrey, how about some things you liked about the movie? Um, I do... I do like how it's more accurate to the uh, the true story of Mulan, like the actual story that it, the the movies have been based on, like how they went to her actual name in the in the ballads and everything. I like how um, the she's against the uh, what are the 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 Rorans. I don't know how to pronounce it, but she's like, they're not up against the Huns like they are in in the animated movie. Um, they're actually up against the, the real people that um, are in the story and everything. So I do like how they stayed a little bit more accurate to the tale of it. Um, I do like the actress that played Mulan. I do like her journey. I like the characters in it. Um, but yeah, that's it. all right well i'll echo uh aubrey a little bit i really liked the actress that played mulan i actually liked all the actors in the movie i thought everybody did a great job in the movie the guy that was her father is one of those hey it's that guy actors and i couldn't fucking place him i know he's and i obviously i could just look it up on wikipedia if i wanted to but i like i was watching i'm like it's that guy (laughs) (laughs) and i did see uh ming na wen had a cameo at some point towards the end of the movie so that was funny because she did the voice of mulan in the first one um and even though she looks like she's 20 years old still she's like almost 60 so Uh, I did like uh, Mulan herself. I liked like all the characters and the actors were really good in this. They were all really well cast. I thought everybody did a good job in what they had to work with. Um, I liked some of the story. <laughs> I didn't like all of the story, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, and and some of the action was was okay. It was okay, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but I, I did miss uh, singing dragons. I guess even though I never saw the first movie. Yet. <laughs> where where was Eddie Murphy when we needed him you know but that's pretty much all I liked about it (laughs) (laughs) that's that sounds like enough it sounds like enough to me all right well let's get into what we didn't like about it Aubrey what didn't you like about this movie um you know even though it was a little bit closer to the actual story it wasn't as close as I wish it should have been like they still change they still give her, a, they give her a sister, but they don't give her a younger brother, which is in the historical tale. Um, she kind of reveals herself pretty soon in the movie, which I didn't really like. I wish that it had gone on a little bit longer. I didn't really like her love story because I feel like that's always Hollywood. Hollywood has to romanticize everything. And I don't believe there's an actual love story in the original tale. Um, it kind of worked out a little bit better in the animated movie than it did in this one too. And how they added it, um, which I didn't really like how they did this one. I like, I, I don't mind the animated one, but I mind this one. Um, I didn't like the witch. I thought she's very misplaced in this movie. She didn't make sense at all. Um, the whole chi thing didn't make sense at all. Um, like, does she have special powers? Does she not have special powers? I don't get it. It didn't work for me. That 
that whole thing did not work for me. The Phoenix did not work for me. You can either be a fantasy movie and have all these uh, mythical creatures and elements to it, or you don't. You can't just half-ass it, and I felt like they 100% half-assed that. Could have been better written or something. It just was not good. Uh, I didn't really like the end fight scene where she's fighting um, the... the uh, what is it, Boricon? I thought that was really stupid. Well, like, <laughs> I think his name is Boricon. So she's like fighting him on this structure that's being made of like bamboo or something. It right. didn't. It looked like crap. And and why he just like tied the emperor to this thing? It is beyond me. It just. Oh, he was lighting it on fire. Well, it all was stupid. It's very <laughs> stupid. Yes, I mean, he could have literally just killed the Emperor at any time instead of dragging him up a giant building and tying him to something and lighting the building on fire and waiting, like, 45 minutes for the building to burn. Yeah, and then, like, the witch dies while Mulan... I I hated the whole witch. She didn't... She could have been taken out of the movie and not a single thing would have felt different. It might have been a little bit less frustrating because her role was so insignificant to the entire movie overall that her existence was just really frustrating. She did not need to be in that movie. Like I said, the the end fight scene was really frustrating for me. I hated it. She's just fighting on a bamboo building that's not even 100% stable, but yet she's somehow managing all these moves. And not destroying the building and everybody's not somehow collapsing and dying. Um, the dude, like, fell the entire structure and is still somehow alive and shooting an arrow that she just kicks in midair. Like, okay. Again, you can either be fantasy or not. The The half-assed mixture, it, it makes it half-assed. It feels half-assed. Yeah, I, th- I, did, I didn't like that they took Mushu out because I think that that was a huge part of the animated movie that everybody really loved because it was the Guardians watching after her and that part of the symbolicism was really important in Chinese culture. And so I don't like that it that whole element was taken out. It lost its, um, it lost its luster. So, yep. All right. Uh, Marcellus, now you loved this movie. Um, what about things you didn't like about it? Or maybe you want to try to defend uh, defend it against some of Aubrey's claims here. Yeah, I just want to say I am fuming right now. Like I am pacing <laughs> back and forth. Go, like if I had hair, I would be pulling it out right now. All right. So, so I'm not going to go through everything, but I will say I actually really, well, okay. Well, let me back up. You are absolutely correct in that this is Hollywood as far as the romantic interest goes um they definitely did kind of put that in there um you know because it is a hollywood movie it's a big disney movie it would only make sense for her to have a love interest if you're doing that type of movie uh and which is the same in a cartoon where i will disagree with you is that i think her and another soldier being romantically linked is a lot better than her and her commanding officer being romantically romantically linked him having power over her and then her, them being in a relationship, that's in the year 2020, that's not quite how it should work. Uh, especially if you're doing trying to do like a, a movie that's going to give a modern message to young girls. So, yeah, her 
falling for another soldier, totally fine. And I thought it was cute. I thought they had a nice little cute little banner thing. It reminded me of uh, Just One of the Guys. This is the old movie from the 80s that no one probably remembers. Well, a few people. A few people of a certain age might remember. But having that kind of I'm a girl supposed to be a guy kind of playfulness with another guy, I thought was it was cute. I thought I thought it was endearing. Let me uh, let me just interrupt you for a second, Marcellus. Not only do I remember that movie, but I know a lot of people our age, especially you that are male, remember that movie <laughs> for a very specific reason. <laughs> which unfortunately we didn't get in Mulan, which is uh, at the end of the movie, the girl reveals that she's a girl by showing her boobs to the guy. <laughs> I think that might have been the first boobs I saw in a movie. So you may continue. Yeah, that was, just want to keep in mind that was the 80s where it was uh, we didn't know much better. So, yeah. And I also disagree with you about the witch. I thought the witch was very important to the story. It was her disguises that was able to have the bad guys infiltrate every place that they went. Her her kind of magical disguises. And it again, it's she has a strong power. And it, I thought of it like the force. She had the force and she decided to use it for evil, not knowing that there was because there was no other place for her to go. She had to use it for something. So she used it for evil. Mulan also had the force and was able to, with her determination, carve out her own place in history with the force or chi or whatever. So, yeah, I thought Mulan being able to see what the negative aspect of her powers or her strength uh, being reflected in that evil queen, the evil witch, I thought it was perfect. I thought it made perfect sense. So I disagree with you on those two points. Um, so the only thing that I really didn't like was there's a part where Milan has to sneak behind the uh, the army, and you would think that there would have been some kind of like I don't know progression or some kind of like uh, it would have been a difficult task for her to pull off. And it's just a quick cut. She's like, oh, I need to get like 30 miles that way on the other side of the enemies. Cut to she's on the other side of the enemies. And I'm like, wait, what? How the hell did that happen? So, uh, yeah, some, but I'm, I'm 99% sure that had to do with we have to get this movie under two hours. So we got to we got to trim the fat. So I'm fine with that. And yeah, I, that's the only like real issue. Just some editing choices that uh, I wasn't a fan of. But other than that, yeah, I, I. I think this movie does exactly what it's supposed to do. And I think it worked tremendously well, especially compared to the animated movie and especially compared to the other Disney live action movies. Okay. Well, uh, since I fall on the side more towards Aubrey, um, I will say, and I said that this movie was very frustrating um, right off the bat, like in all the build up to this, they had said, you know, it's more serious. It's not going to be, the same as the animated series or the show, whatever movie got a countdown. I just called a movie, a show. Um, but you know, it was going to be, you know, can't have a singing dragon and blah, blah, blah. All right, great. So then the actual movie, like it feels like it, it didn't go far enough in the opposite direction. Like we still have a witch and a Phoenix flying around and like, like, what, what, what was the point of that? Why can't we have a fucking singing dragon then if we have that shit in the movie? There's a there's a there's a movie from 1990. If you want to see a singing Eddie Murphy doesn't sing. But if you want to see a movie with a dragon in it, there is a completely Watch nice. Dragon heart. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a movie from 1998 and its sequel that has a, a talking dragon in it. 
watch it to your heart's desire. If anyone burst out in song in this movie, or if a dragon suddenly showed up and started talking, or a cricket that she talked to, that would take <laughs> away any kind of like seriousness that they were trying to build up. No, and let me let me just let me finish because I'm not Chinese, so I don't know like how offensive that would have been to like a important folktale from their heritage. So far be it from me to say like there should be Eddie Murphy as a dragon in this. I'm just saying that what made it frustrating for me was that it didn't go far enough in the opposite direction. So now we've got a Wushu action movie yes. where they're desperately cutting away nonstop to not let you see the action, to not let you see the fights or the stunts, to not let Donnie, you know, fucking Donnie Yen in the movie and he doesn't do anything. He does have a scene. He has a, he he's has got like one, one good fight scene. scene where he's like using a, a sword and it's cut to shit. So you can't even see anything. Like the fact that they didn't just go in the opposite direction and let us see the fucking action pissed me off so bad. And I think it's mostly because I'm older and I've watched more of these type of movies. Like if I was, you know, if I was like an eight year old girl, like watching this, maybe I'd be all in. But like, exactly, exactly. As, as an adult watching this for myself, and I'm not watching it with my kids or my family, and I'm like, all right, great. So now we're gonna go in the opposite direction. We're gonna get this great uh, action movie, and it was so Disney fied, like. All right. I understand. We're not going to get to see blood. We're not going to see like people get chopped up or anything. But Jesus Christ, I I felt like I was having a seizure at times when I was watching the fucking action scenes because they were just cutting so much to avoid showing anything that would have been interesting. You know, every now and then we'll get a scene where she'd like flip and kick a spear or when she kicked that arrow at the end or something, which was great. But for the majority of the time, it was just so sh- – the, the fucking choreography was awful. And, and, like, that was one of the things I went into this, like, expecting to be top-notch, expecting it to be like, all right, so we don't get a fucking dragon singing and dancing, but we're going to get some badass action scenes. And we did not get a single one. I was very disappointed about that. And that's what was so frustrating for me was, like, they – you're not going to go that direction and you swear you're going to go this direction, then go in that direction. All right. I'm not expecting fucking John Wick, but Jesus, let me see some goddamn fights. <laughs> <laughs> and I will agree to Aubrey, the uh, bad guy's plan at the end didn't make much sense. Like, he just fucking kill him. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted him to suffer and he was burning down the building that was in honor of the emperor's dad and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I I understand why and I know it's a movie. So, you know, it's, it's going to be that way, but it was just like, just fucking kill him. What was he going to do? Climb back down and sit there for 45 minutes. I I don't know. But, uh, that was fine. I I agree that the witch was lame. Oh my, sorry, Mark. That the witch was lame as hell. Um, I also thought that, then her her face turn at the end where she's actually a good person and she dies like right away. She's like, Mulan, I will help you. Uh <laughs> like a shot with an arrow, like within 30 seconds of deciding to be good. I'm like, oof, that didn't work out for you. Um and the other I just I felt like the movie needed like another 30 minutes. Like I I, I and I know like you're saying, Marky, yeah, that we could cut it down, get under two hours and maybe you know, a two and a half hour family movie really isn't what they were going for. But man, it felt like it felt like she's in the army. Here's a battle. Here's the end. Bye. And no, like, whoa, way. Whoa, what? No way. We, I felt like the movie was over before it even got a chance to really cook. And part of that for me was also like I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for the big action scene to happen. And it never did. Never got 
the awesome fight scenes that I was looking for in the movie. Even the final battle with her in the bamboo structure like wasn't enough for me, at least as somebody who's watched tons of these type of movies over the last god uh, I don't want to age myself long time of my life. Like I mean, even the lamest of them have at least some good fight scenes in them. And this just didn't have that. So at the end of the day, for me, it's just like, what, where, what is there here? Um, I don't care about the original cartoon. So seeing a remake of that doesn't matter to me. And, and I, I didn't get any of the action sequences or excitement I wanted from it. So, it, I mean, it was fine. And there was no, it's not like we're talking about the room here or something like this was, it's well-made. You can tell there's money in it. But for me, it was just blah. <laughs> Definitely not worth $30 on fucking Disney Plus, let me tell you. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. It's definitely not worth $30. It's going to be on Disney Plus December 4th. So if you want to save yourself the money, you can just wait till then. Well, like we said a few weeks ago when we talked about this, if if it's you and like other people like splitting it, like, all right, well, then, you know, $7 each or something, you know, that's not a bad deal, but if it was just you sitting down hitting buy on the remote uh this would have to be like fucking empire strikes back for me <laughs> I feel like I waste my money with 30 dollars towards it so uh aubrey did you did you not get your 30 dollars worth i did not i was actually really disappointed all right well let's get a score zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst aubrey what do you got for mulan 2020 i'm gonna give it a uh, 1.5 Wow, and you're usually a really easy grader, too. <laughs> wow. Okay, Aubrey really did not like it. Uh, Marcellus, how about you? All right, so, yeah, so I, number one, uh, vehemently disagree with everything you guys have said, <laughs> <laughs> except for a few things. Uh, I think the movie works amazingly well. Um, as far Really quickly, I just want to say, as far as the last fight scene, that's the way all Disney movies end. If you watch Di- Beauty and the Beast or Mulan or Little Mermaid, it's always a simple battle between the good person and the bad person and a bad person. You make falls. a fucking Disney movie then. It is a fucking well, Disney movie. <laughs> this time because uh, we have, can't have a fucking singing dragon in it and then have like for the fight scenes. Come on. No, I think it's a perfect blend of a Disney movie. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so my score, uh, I'm giving it a four out of five. Wow. All right. Four out of five. All over the spectrum right now with Mulan. I am going to go a two out of five. You guys I was suck. I was at two and a half. You know what? I was at two and a half after I watched it. And now talking about it more has made me drop it down a half star. Um <laughs> I just, I just don't think it's that great. I don't think it's that great. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not like some awful movie. We're not talking about fucking Capone or Artemis Fowl or some shit like that. Like, you'll be fine. You watch it. You probably forget about half of it the next day. But not really feeling it. Not feeling it at all. Two out of five for me. But now that we've all argued about this, let's wrap it up before we tap it up. Whoa. And let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? I recommend everybody go watch The Boys. Uh, season boys. <laughs> season two has been released on Amazon Prime. The uh, the first three episodes has been released. The fourth episode is coming out September 11th. I have watched all three episodes, and I like all three episodes, so we shall see what happens in the fourth episode. The dogs are excited. 
I know, they're losing their minds. We'll let the dogs out. <laughs> they're like, it's so gory, it's great. Where are my dogs at? All right, Marcellus, how about you? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend, uh, if you have Disney+, Plus, watch Mulan. If you don't want to spend the 30 bucks, just watch the original animated movie and watch the sequel, uh, Mulan 2, which surprisingly does not look like the, the regular Disney straight-to-DVD sequels. It actually has, like, a high frame rate, and there's songs, and there's the dragon for all you people who missed the dragon. Uh, it's not Eddie Murphy, but I'll be damned if that guy does not sound just like Eddie Murphy. So, uh, yeah, if you want your Milan fix, but you don't feel like spending 30 bucks, watch Milan 1 and 2, and wait till December 4th, and uh, then you can check it out on Disney+. Plus. All right. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So wizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, just about anywhere under the sun that you get your podcasts. We are there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search So Wizard Podcast. There's tons of free exclusive content on there. Adam just dropped another video in his journey through the American Film Institute Top 100 Films of All Time. It's his very controversial take on Blade Runner. So check that out. Let us know what you think. Don't forget, you can support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes. It's the only place you can hear our review of things like Watchmen, HBO, and Hamilton from Disney+, and maybe Cats, the movie. So there's uh, definitely some interesting stuff on there. New episodes exclusively each month, and the fun starts at $1, so get at us. We have our Public store. Go to Public, search So Wizard Podcast. You'll find tons of merchandise that you can purchase, including T-shirts, masks, stickers, buttons, all sorts of cool stuff, and you can monetarily support us that way. My suggestions are, are to, one, I will echo Aubrey and say watch The Boys Season 2. If you haven't watched Season 1 yet, obviously watch that first, but uh, Season 2 is firing up, and that's cool. It's on Amazon Prime. I just started it last night, and obviously, you heard us talk about it at the beginning of this episode, but Put on your mask, grab your hand sanitizer, and head on down to the movies and check out Tenet from Christopher Nolan, because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. But that's going to do it for episode number 318 in a row on the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joy DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Any Academy Award goes to Mulan. Uh, everybody have a good week. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Good journey. <laughs>